Welcome to Machine Learning. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about reinforcement learning and tic-tac-toe. Now, tic-tac-toe is one of those games that uh, you probably have watched uh, war games and realized that there's a futility in playing the game. In other words, uh, the game always ends in a draw once you learn how to play the rules. So, um, or play the game and apply the rules. And reinforcement learning is um, uh, draws somewhat the s- similar conclusions as human being. In, in other words, it looks for the optimum uh, state value and it's looking for that maximum state value. The choice is going to be eventually more draws than wins. And in a perfect scenario, it'd be all draws. Uh, and so then you get the war games of, you know, how about a nice game of chess where your odds of, of a winning chess game are probably better than uh, your odds of winning at a tic-tac-toe. But tic-tac-toe shows uh, the principles of how reinforcement learning explores its environment. So the way it does it is you have a, we start off with a class uh, and uh, it it's, uh, contains a board uh, hash array and uh, basically what that is is it's a three by three matrix uh, three rows three columns and uh, and we store that in uh, we store each game in what we call state value and so state value contains the pattern of the win so if uh, player one wins, it, st- it stays that value. If it's a draw, it, st- it st- stays that value, stores that value. And what it is is it converts, flattens out the three by three matrix into a um, one by nine matrix, where you have one row and nine columns. Um, and so you offset every three for each row. And then it has a score. So when you look to when you store these values as it wins or lo- uh, when the different players win then when it attempts the next game when it attempts to make a, a choice it looks at all the available positions so um, and and that's easy to do because you can loop through your array and you can check to see if there's an X or an O and if there's not that becomes an available position and an available position then has the index for that uh, position, which would be the x and y coordinate. And so using the x and y coordinate, then you can uh, build, you can copy the existing board, and, uh, and then for each available position, you can put, uh, you can create the next move or the next board position, and then score that board position to see which one has the maximum uh, potential and then you store that in uh, you store that in its possible uh, moves and then that becomes the next action so the next action would be a position uh, from the available positions that uh, you could choose so that's that's kind of what reinforcement learning does. Is it has a, it looks at uh, its space. It says what are my available actions that I can do, and then uh, it attempts to select the best action, and then 
it evaluates to see if um, if it has achieved its goal, and if it di- it does achieve its goal, then it receives a reward. So, in the case of uh, of tic tac toe, if Agent One wins, then it gets a reward of one. If Agent Two wins, it gets a reward of one. Uh, if it's a draw, then there's a there's kind of a slight bias. We'll give Agent One just a slight more a bit more reward for a draw. Um, than than uh, agent two, and so the agent is 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 uh, is the algorithm that is searching over the space and it's trying to find the optimum uh, reward pattern. Uh, what's interesting with this is uh, you can, as you play the game, you can see the different state values that are stored as as winning and losing, and uh, it it does seem to produce more draws over time, which is what we would expect if it was uh, seeking an optimum reward patterns, is both Agent 1 and Agent 2 would uh, be taking strategies that would optimize their reward, but it would be biased somewhat in Agent 1 to seek a draw uh, versus a loss. And so when it's attempting to make a choice, one of the things that uh, does um, is uh, it looks at the available position and it looks at uh, it looks at the next board and then it evaluates the score and then it's, it, it, it returns back the score with the highest uh, or the action with the highest score. Now when you when you feed the network and you store the network state, uh, you use the reward, a decay value, and um, also a random variable. So the random variable, what that does is it provides against the greedy algorithm uh, where it allows somewhat to, like a, an, the analogy I have is like, you know, a robot vacuum cleaner. It's going to have some element of random occasionally so that it covers the space more evenly uh, so there's cases that um, may be ignored if there wasn't an element of randomness and so it adds this random element and does a, a, a random selection of the uh, of the possible available choices and then you know that randomness is evaluated on a win-loss reward basis feed forward it and uh, record the, the uh, state value. Um, and I'm kind of thinking that that's, uh, that's that way the, the reinforcement learning isn't overfit and uh, it allows it to uh, cover the possible space of its environment more thoroughly and make sure that all possible uh, optimum routes are found. And um, that there isn't one optimum route that, that may exist out there that uh, that the algorithm doesn't cover. And, and so then the, the question would be: um, Is it possible that uh, let's say you know we go to the next great game, which is uh, is Ch- uh, Chinese checkers, which is, has a lot more states, and um, it does not have a draw. In other words, there is a winner on in Chinese checkers, just like there is in chess and just like there is in checkers. 
and go. There's the, there isn't a draw. There isn't an, an even value where, um, like in a basketball game, where you can go into overtime. So in this case, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see um, if, uh, if, if, if the strategies follow kind of human strategies for winning. Um, possibly what you could, we could do is start off and seed the, um, uh, the reinforcement learning with some human uh, behavioral patterns. So we could teach, uh, we could put, have two human beings play each other and they could use their strategies and then the system could reward, uh, record the state values for the strategic uh, moves and counter moves uh, of the different states, current state and previous state, for the game. And we could record that and then the outcome. And so the different uh, human player strategies uh, could be evaluated. And then once those, those uh, strategies are evaluated, then you could apply, uh, we could play machine against machine and run through, you know, maybe 50,000 epics and then play the machine against the human being and see if uh, the human being could still win against the machine or if the machine would win against the human being. Because it may find some unique, uh, unique combinations or strategies that um, that are, d- are divergent from the strategies of the human being, and those minute uh, changes may give a better uh, probability of a reward. And that's kind of the advantage of of uh, reinforcement learning. And uh, the the question is is well, how do you store the state machinery? Well, the state machinery can be stored in a Keras deep learning network. And so you can set up multiple layers and those layers then would record features um, in the game. And it, uh, we would have to have some sort of visual tool to figure out what features that it's uh, uh, focusing on and uh, what strategies it might be employing. And uh, you know, it might be just a simple traveling salesman problem where you're looking for shortest path to the goal and uh, but you know with Chinese checkers you set up different pieces and then uh, you sacrifice one per piece which then may uh, open up a chain of other counter moves that you can do against the opponent and so you move one per place and then they take your uh, marble and then you may move four places and then eventually move your marble down to the end of the board and then as soon as you get all your marbles into the triangle uh, you effectively won the game so you have a you have a goal you have some policies things that you can do available actions like you can jump over um, you can't jump backwards you can jump forward so there's there's rules to uh, the constraints to the actions that you can take and then you can move one, uh, you can move forward one, left or right, and uh, and I guess it's possible um, to move to the left. So I guess you could move to the left and uh, of the board, and move along that perimeter line, or you can move to the right, or you could move down the center. So there's different um, pathways that you could take in the Chinese checkers to get to the to your destination. 
and your acceleration to get to the destination is to jump over the other opponent's marble and, and send it home.